0: to We Are Batty. I'm Ben Milton. I'm Addy Thomas. And we are Batty. We are one. Oh, welcome back, buddy. It feels good. I you know what's funny is I
1: have been feeling so like mentally slow the last couple weeks. And I like I've even kind of felt it on the show and I'm like, God, are we ever gonna get to our back to our form? Like we felt like we did it with the peacock episode. Yeah. You know, but it it just felt like I, I am I'm, a, I'm struggling to get back to the... Like, w- like we still have the friendship and the dynamic. Do we? Yeah, we do. <laughs> In my mind, it's an ideal. It's not real.
0: Right, but, you right. Because we both know that if there was any pressure put on this relationship whatsoever, we would both crack. You think so? 100%. I would throw you under the bus.
1: Damn. <laughs> that hurts, because I wouldn't.
0: Oh, <laughs> I was just saying that for for comedic No, effect. no, it
1: kind of felt... <laughs>
0: It felt is genuine it too late to
1: take back that? Yeah,
0: it's a little late. Oh. Yeah. Well, oh. let's start I this I still show love over. you
1: because I know you would have done that too. If I really search my feelings, yeah. like I know. Yeah. I know, I, you know. Uh
0: It's not personal. Yeah. It's just that I'm a coward.
1: I no, I I've, I've come to there's a certain honesty I've come to with like, oh, okay, this is this is who Ben is.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't lie to you. You're not going to be like, that, no, Addy, if they're pulling out my fingernails, I'll be like, fuck, oh, fuck you.
1: Fingernails. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you for my fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we were talking about, like, physical torture. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah like, no, actual we're both pressure. soft. We both know each other. We, yeah. We're both soft teeth. Like, like, I, you know, like, I don't, I've never really looked at you as, like, an ideal man necessarily. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not, but, you know. Uh, no, I, like, I've, I've looked up to you in certain areas for sure. Okay. Uh, but, you know, and then i realized oh no i shouldn't have
0: <laughs> that uh, was a poor choice on my part
1: uh, why am no, i attracted no, to these people there there are things i still like about you but you know it's uh we we've ma- Matured is not the right word for our relationship. We've aged, yeah, yeah. We've aged. Aged is right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and so again, like I thought I was slowing, like slowing down a little bit, but I I feel I don't know today feels a lot, like a little feel bit a little
0: better. bit better. Yeah. I feel like a little more energy in yeah, the gas tank. Yeah, I've been
1: tank. feeling in a bit of a haze lately because, but it because has, it hasn't just been the podcast has just been in general. Like I'm so not able to write. Check this out. And last night I just had a crazy writing session and I wrote uh, like really? a, a ton of different notes, a bunch of different creative ideas. and – and and like actually like got some like breakthroughs on so, some some stories I was working out. So.
0: One of the women that I'm in business with, yeah. I t- was complaining about this very issue. Yeah, the other like it was a week ago, of like I just don't have any energy. I yeah. just don't. She's like, oh, it's solar flares.
1: So, <laughs> um, Venus is in retrograde or something. So, that yeah, kind of stuff. she was yeah. like,
0: she's like, I don't know how woo you are. She yeah. like, this is super woo, but yeah. it always happens when there's solar flares. I always feel I, this way.
1: There's a big part of me that just hears that and it sounds like a shit sandwich to me, <laughs> uh, but I, I'm I'm not gonna necessarily count it out either because I clearly don't know a lot, <laughs> but it also like I, I feel like there's still. The possibility of different types of brilliance in different types of conditions. Because if there's anything rainy and depressed, it seems like that's the perfect avenue for like Ernest Hemingway to be, you know, inspired. <laughs> Whereas that was more
0: by the bottle of whiskey.
1: Yeah, I guess that's true too. <laughs> uh, but I, like, I was last night. Like, I, I, like, I had this sudden burst. And I was just like, I have to stay up, and I was up like, I was, I was, I was planning to go to sleep. Like I was, uh, like normally I go to sleep at like one, right? Okay. Uh, I I was up to like four. Wow. Because I, was, I just had to keep writing these ideas down, and I was falling asleep too because I was just so physically tired. But I was just like, I gotta get these ideas out, otherwise I'm gonna forget them, and I'm not gonna have them again. Like I just gotta get it down. I love so that. That was it. Was nice having that that moment. So, That's cool. Yeah.
0: That's very cool. That when when. I had that uh, two weeks ago or something like that, where I just could not sleep. Yeah, I was just pacing back and forth, and ideas were just coming to me and popping in my head. And I was like, "Okay, I got to remember that and do this, and I got to do that." And it's the other thing, like that when that happens, that spirit hits you. Yeah, that's such a great feeling, right? Yeah, that's such a great, yeah, yeah,
1: Yeah. yep, uh, yeah. It it was interesting because I remember I, I think I was watching. I started watching uh, one of these those documentaries about like the history of video games on Netflix. Uh-huh. It was it was I forgot which series it was, but it was it was really good. But they were talking about flow state. And the idea, the ideal video game gets you into that flow statement state, which is the same state when you're feeling like, uh, like psychologically, it's like the same state when you're like super successful and getting lots of things accomplished. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting that like that entertainment value and that, that entertainment experience is the same. It's actually
0: a training ground for, for being productive in life.
1: Right. At least there's the potential for that, uh but there's lots of different types of gaming i i I saw something really interesting about uh Dan Harmon posted about like there's there's this one game that seems really cool and he could play or this game that he's played for so many times and he he could just play again because he knows it and is comfortable for it and it, and he realized now I'm a comfort gamer I play to feel have comfort not necessarily
0: the challenge. That edge
1: and challenge right and and i have moments of of that like there's still part of me that loves that hardcore pvp like just bashing my head against the wall failing you know nine times out of ten and w- winning one match out of that ten yeah. that, that I love but then there's also the part of me that's like I want to play a quiet indie game that has nice colors and lighting you <laughs> know <laughs> what's the
0: soundtrack like on this, <laughs> right. on this game <laughs>
1: yeah. Where I mean like most of my switch library is, is really more about like the indie games that look and feel good that look cool like yeah. that's, that's I've, I've found myself gravitating towards more and more how of much those more games. of
0: those have you been playing than you've been playing like wow and pvp and stuff uh, like that?
1: I've definitely been been playing those games more now part, partially because they're a little bit more casual and easy to like start a session and end a session like with a couple minutes but uh but wow is just like yeah, I, I've, I've been playing on on our usual wednesday nights uh but i haven't i haven't really played outside of that you know? shout
0: out to our wednesday night wow team
1: yeah, whoop. <laughs> um, but yeah i mean i still like wow i'm still really enjoying the story uh, but it, it, in in some ways it feels like it's become a single player game, uh, for me right now. <laughs> so yeah, you know, and that's fine. You know, uh, it is what it is. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, so I'm still enjoying
0: it. But I love it. I, yeah. I I I don't play it as much, nearly as much as I would like to. Yeah, I'm just so busy right now that yeah. I don't have the time to I mean, actually there's just play. A lot we
1: got to get done. You know, I get it.
0: Being a grown up is hard, right? man. It's so hard, <laughs> especially for
1: perennial children like us. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: things I want to do, and my boss is having heart problems, right? And I'm like, uh oh,
1: I don't, I don't want to have to think about rent. I, I, like, I want to be paying towards something that's my own. You know, it's, that's, that's my biggest desire right now is to to own a house. Yeah. Or even, honestly, I don't even care if it's a townhouse or a condo at this point. Okay. You know, in in, in some ways there's an attraction to not having to maintain a yard, you know, and stuff like that. But then there's also the idea of neighbors that are too close to you, you know, so there's trade-offs for sure. But yeah,
0: there's like a time in life where it having, living in a, a condo makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And then there's the rest of life where you're like, well, this was just a poor choice.
1: Right. Like, I don't like the idea of pouring so much money into it. I know it's it's equity and everything like that, but it's at the same time, it's just like, why would I – Why would I put it in this like little cube that's next to a bunch of other people? And then like (laughs) someone leaving on their like their like over having an overflowed bathtub is gonna really screw my the value of mine. Right. All these other like Why would I buy an apartment? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then there's an HOA fee problem most of them more than likely. Definitely that's not worth it. Definitely you
0: know. not in some of the cases that I see. My mom's in a condo right now, yeah, and the HOA fees. I think she pays like eight hundred dollars a month just see, in HOA fees.
1: That what's the? I don't understand what the point of that is. I have never seen an HOA that's lived up to that value.
0: Oh, they don't. Yeah, they they totally don't. But. They still charge you, and you don't. Right. It's not like you There's can no opt options. out. Yeah, yeah, you're not like, yeah, I don't see the value in that. I'm going to skip that part right. of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they God. come after you, man. Yeah, it's the worst.
1: But so I will say, you know, so so I've, i you know, obviously, like that's one of my like window shopping on Zillow is like one of my favorite things to do. Like I just you and
0: you and my wife, man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Realtor. dot com. You, you know, both I've are expanded sending, it internationally, you too. You I found, like, an Italian site and a site in Panama
0: as oh, well that I like. Oh, awesome. That's so awesome. You both are constantly sending me uh, updates on, like, <laughs> houses that I could buy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right. I get it from both sides That's now. so funny. <laughs> every day. Well, I
1: don't send you every day, but I'm sure Jenny does. Jenny does yeah.
0: every day, and then... <laughs> Yeah. yeah I when get I get
1: into my like moments of it, like I'm like, oh my god, like this has four bedrooms. That's Just what you need. <laughs>
0: everything that Ben needs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, especially if I see like one that's like you know a single floor, you know, right? Yeah, because uh, those are rare around rancher. here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, those are hard to find around here. But the other the, under, the other window shopping that I that I do a lot of is uh is dating apps. Uh, so. The, because cause obviously I don't ever get a lot of I don't get a lot of success on dating apps okay uh, th- there's not a lot of matches being made for for my tubby ass <laughs> a lot <laughs> and a, and a lot of times and and this is very hypocritical and I'm sure I'm going to get flack for this but there's a lot of times I that the, the ones that do match I'm like I'm just like ah oh, no thank you yeah I'll I'll, I'll I'll wait this one out she seems nice <laughs> right she she seems like she has a nice personality I know that's super 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 shallow uh but I've just kind of approached dating apps as as like I said as window shopping and then all of a fucking sudden and i'm i I am confident these have to be porn bots but for the first time ever, I got three matches for some. Really, really hot chicks.
0: <laughs>
1: all of them also white. So I'm assuming, like, if I can land dates with them, my credit score will also assume. So that <laughs> that thing, that's a uh, shout out to Kevin Hippolyte for that joke. Actually, that's a good joke. Uh, but uh, yeah, I but I've been I'm like I'm so like I'm not used to this at all because I like one. It feels good that right. someone, even if accidentally, they swiped right on me. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm just kind of like, I haven't messaged anyone just because I'm like, oh, shit, this is new to me. <laughs> now what do I do? <laughs> 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 I love it. So I, 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 I got to get to it, but I've been procrastinating on that. I got to get
0: to it. <sighs> I get around to it, lady. Yeah,
1: I know. I know. It's, it's Yeah. Dude, but, that's awesome. Right? Yeah, at the very least, it's a little bit of a, a feel-good boost to myself to, yeah. to get swiped right on.
0: That's incredible. Three times. It's never happened to me.
1: right? Yeah, but that's because you're too old for that.
0: <laughs> and I'm not on a dating app. <laughs> right. Because you're married, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Thank you for playing along.
1: Yeah.
0: Although, uh, I, imagine, I, although I imagine I would have similar experiences yeah. on a dating app that it just wouldn't. No,
1: you're white. You'll you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah, your, your your fat will be more of your charm. <laughs> <laughs> Always a healthy
0: eater, right?
1: <laughs> I like. I think statistically, uh, I remember reading somewhere that black women have the hardest time, and then next to that, Asian men.
0: Oh, I would think it would be reversed.
1: That black women have the easiest time.
0: No, 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 no. That that Asian men would have a harder time than black women.
1: No, I black women apparently it's like the toughest on dating apps. Really? Yeah. Hm. Yeah.
0: There's some gorgeous black women out there. Oh yeah.
1: There. Oh for sure. For sure.
0: Then well, there aren't too. Yeah.
1: But I mean, it's not like that. Like, there are plenty of uh, white chicks that don't look good either. So, like,
0: yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, that's it's of,
1: of every race. Of every I, race. I, like, I don't know why I'm like signaling out anybody right now, <laughs> except the
0: Asians.
1: Yeah. yeah I've seen the, uh, I've seen some pandas <laughs> and clip it and get canceled.
0: <laughs> well, that's the end of the show, everybody. Right. <laughs>
1: Uh oh, whatever this is that type of show. That
0: one. That's good. Yep. Uh
1: so what's been going on with you? I just threw a a, a bunch of shit that I Yeah, been, man. I've
0: been I have not been that exciting. I've been listening to a podcast. Yeah. I've been listening to and I got you into it cuz I I I told you about it, but I I got roped in Dania who's a listener to the show roped me into uh the Rise and Fall of Mars Hill. Yep. And I was like, okay, let me listen to it just yeah. because I'm curious. You know.
1: And Mars Hill is like a, a massive a mega name. church that like that that was a major influence in sort of the evangelical community.
0: Yeah, for a long time yeah. and then all of a sudden it wasn't. Right. <laughs> all of a sudden there was like this huge fall from grace for their head pastor with accusations of uh what was it like uh
1: being a dick being a basically. dick
0: is basically he was yeah. a dick.
1: It's interesting because it wasn't like the, there are lots of issues like if you're talking about like just in general like what's happening now in society like a lot of like reckoning happening in some good things and then some things maybe being taken too far as well. But like you're seeing a lot of things like this sort of this 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 I don't know maybe a sliding scale between justice and vengeance that's yeah. kind of going on right now yeah. uh, uh to to varying degrees but um it, this seems a little bit outside of that because this just seems like super dysfunctional organization there is some like serious like issues as well like just in terms of the like philosophy and all of this place but like just from a, the aspect of looking at a functional organization like holy shit this place is insane
0: yeah I guess so, but it also reminds me of every church organization that I've ever worked at, ever.
1: A hundred percent. Ever. Yeah. Well, it reminds me not just of church experiences, but anywhere where this idea of a cause sort of intertwines with sort of the idea of like, hey, we just have a job to do in this organization and in the running of an organization. Whenever like you have, like there's – it's not that having a cause for an organization is a bad thing. It, it's obviously, you know, uh, it can be a good thing, but it could very easily uh, <laughs> can very easily go wrong. Because well, as soon as you get,
0: start quoting Bible texts and you know this is the will of God and stuff like that, yeah, it waters
1: well, especially when you use that to hide your own deficiencies as a leader. I it's yes. the big
0: problem. Yes. And that is a. It's such an easy thing to do. It's like, well, I have this vision. Yeah. And therefore, everything I do in the name of that vision is okayed because I'm the one who received the vision.
1: Well, you know, that's an, an interesting thing. I, like, this seems like a, a slightly deeper conversation than I think, like, w- we, you know, than, than, than necessarily <laughs> most people were expecting out of us. But. I think there's something very interesting about the idea of the singular vision, in in organization, that is something that's like been glorified. It's sort of like this, like that sort of great men of history uh, perspective. The idea that like history is formed by great men. It isn't necessarily movements and events that influence each other and and, and all sorts of other things. I, I think both are true, but it's it's really interesting that we've gotten so like fascinated with it maybe like that's also something we're craving for like with when you feel like this flood of superhero movies but that we're craving like this idea of like this the strong man who's going to set everything right and mm. and like create a path for us and it's not like it's just current to today i think it's always been something that people have craved and there's just this back and forth between it but it in this case, like it, it for sure is a terror, like a really terrible thing, uh, for this particular organization.
0: But it wasn't for a long time.
1: Well, I guess it's it's a complicated because you could all there were also examples of people who were helped by it too. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. Like just because it ultimately collapsed and ultimately failed, and we're hearing all these horror stories. Like I think yeah. that we, you know, it's it's hard to. Or it's easy to forget the good that came out of all of that stuff too. Yeah, that's and, true. Yeah. And and I think that we don't value that enough. And 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 you know people talk all the time about like the will of God and whether or not this was something that God wanted to happen or whatever. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't talk to God on a regular basis that way. Like he doesn't like pick up cell phones calls from me at this point so I don't, I don't know what his will is but i do know he probably worked whatever god is probably worked through that regardless yeah that there is good and beauty out of it yeah. even out of the chaos and death and destruction that's just the nature of the universe
1: yeah I, that's kind of where i lean to as well that's just like that, that that the 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 for, <laughs> that's the nature of the force you know right. <laughs> it's yeah. just there's chaos and there's there's order, and there, there's light and dark, and there's good and evil, and it just is. It's not necessarily this ordered way of things, and everything is going to follow this plan. I, I, I don't believe that anymore, and, and that means there will be good that comes out of bad, and there will be bad that comes out of good, too, you know? Uh, and I think that's what you're seeing with an organization like that. I think very personally, I know, I feel like I've had that situation... Um, you know, not not just. I mean, not just like you could. I think you could look at every stage of your own life and and see that. But I like. I think re- relating more closely to this, you know, I I think you and I have both been part of orga- organizations, and I, I like. I, I'm I can think of two two very specific ones where I felt it it felt very so close to this situation. One because of the like just how closely associated to Christianity and faith it was, and it was just like God, I. I It scares me to hear something that similar, you know, to hear like to hear this, the, these, these two particular figures that have been strong, like two strong men, both that I respect, but also have, have had major issues with, you know, and very complicated thoughts about still, you know, in terms of reconciling with who that, that person was, you know, uh, And and I tend to remember it as bad, but, like, I also know there was a lot of good that came out of that situation. Like, if it wasn't for that, my career wouldn't be where it was. Like, I wouldn't have – I would have never done a podcast. Like, you know, the guy hired me at one point, you know? Right. (laughs) Uh, But – my God, like that legacy is so complicated for me, and, and I know you were closer. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, well, it,
0: the, it, funny, listening to the Mars Hill thing reminds me mostly of not the the radio stations that I've worked for that have been Christian, but uh, the actual church that I I, I contracted at yeah. as sound guy. I mean, and it was it is exactly the same thing of yep. like you know just that. Just the style and, and the manipulation of of people around that pastor at the time. Um, he's since had all fall from grace, too. Yeah, and that whole church out. is yeah. really almost, I don't even know if they're even still around anymore. I think they are. I think they are. I think they, I think they still have one campus open instead yep. of like five like they had for a while. But they definitely took a major, major hit. Um, so much so that they couldn't afford my services anymore, yeah. <laughs> which was fine by me. Right. Um, the, it was, it was just, it was, it was interesting to hear it again and, and then like go back in my brain as I was going through it because there were several times where they wanted to bring me on to staff. Yeah. where they kept asking me, well, you, you know, why don't you just become a staff member? Staff member, staff member, and I was like there was always something in the back of my mind going, uh uh-uh. uh, no, there's just something wrong about this place that yeah. I don't want to be tied to it when this ship goes down. You had
1: a tr- you were you were in the Truman show there.
0: <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit where I was just like, yeah, I don't I I don't like the things I'm seeing. I it's just it didn't make sense to like at the time, and now listening to the Mars Hill thing, it's like, oh, this is probably exactly the same type of thing that was going on sure. in that church, and had the same exact type of problems. And it was funny. I saw a tweet from a guy that uh, I know, Paul Goldsmith. He's a he's a thought leader in Christian radio. Yeah, and uh, and he made a comment about this about this show, uh, about how it's, it's a, a call for us to have better leadership basically within the church and within our organizations.
1: Yeah. I don't know if I agree with that. Okay. Because I mean, yes I do, but I think sometimes we put the wrong spotlight on that because we keep on, we, we, we keep on talking about these individuals, but uh, well, let, let's, let's, let's Widen this out a little bit more, because like Me Too is obviously still a very big thing, and and this is fresh on my mind after listening to the um, the Tarantino epi- uh, episode on Joe Rogan, and when Weinstein came up, you know that that I thought that was a very interesting perspective was that they it, it isn't just about this person, and, and and we've we we've villainized that person, rightfully so you know and, and like bill cosby deserves every bit of ability for, for for what he did as well but we're forgetting that there is a surrounding cast of characters right as well right that are also responsible and and obviously justice needs to be meted out to to these these people but at the same time like we there there's got to be less of this the silence around it because leadership isn't a singular thing because for a leader to succeed, they have to lead a group of people, and there are going to be there is a support structure for every leader. As much as we believe in this myth of this, this singular man or woman that well, that's funny
0: because that's how the how, that's how Mars Hill started out. Yeah, with all the elders being accountable to right. each other, and they
1: were isolated more and more out of the they were cut out of that structure, out of that
0: power structure. Yeah. yeah, there was a power struggle within the church, and-
1: but I think the people also bought into like the thing is everyone bought into it like you hear all these people like oh well that was just this pastor being you know funny the way he is yeah. instead of calling that shit out you know and they sh- and people it, it's and i know it's really easy for me to talk about that in 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 retrospect after listening to this podcast right. it's another thing living in it because you can see some of the good happening and you're you're trying to reconcile it so it's not by any means an easy thing to do. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pretending to say that by any means. But I, I think, I think there, there, we, we all kind of have to lead from wherever we are, and and not put the responsibility off of ourselves and onto other people.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, because it's so easy to to just be part of something, but not take any responsibility for it. Right and and to just be like well you know i i i support this church or i support this congregation or i support this company right and and you know that's as far as it goes
1: i i'll say the reason i also say this is because personally i've had this experience where like there there's a project i've worked on for about the past 10 years that i shouldn't have just been like I, honestly I haven't really done much with it for the past ten years. Just just being honest. Okay. You know. But there have been times in my mind that I've blamed other people for their leadership. And not to say that like there isn't any responsibility there, but I also chose to follow instead of think for myself right. at any of those places. Right. And I've made some bad financial decisions and I've gotten into some tough places. And and I'm currently like I'm on on right now. There's there's light at the end of the tunnel, and I'm I'm a lot further down the, end of the tunnel. So like I'm I'm in a much better place right now, and I'm super happy about that. But like uh and and and, and now I'm like like really working to take full advantage of these projects uh in in a, in a better way. But it's it's very easy to fall into that like damn it, god damn it. Why did I listen to that? Bad piece of advice, or what I thought was advice for me, uh, or just kind of let that be the excuse for why I wasn't doing this, right? And and it, I wasn't being on. Like when I look back on it, like I, I, I remind myself, it's like you know what, that person is doing the best that they can with their leadership and where they are right now. And not that they, again, they could, maybe they could do better, maybe they can't. But whatever the case is, I could have done better as well. And that's that that has been while well, taking that responsibility has been tough it has also been incredibly freeing as well and i I don't think I think there's a fear of taking on that responsibility but once you do once you like t- actually take that kind of control for yourself, I think there's something so like unimaginably cool about it yeah um and and i I, I think we gotta stop like giving in to that fear. As much it'll, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I think this is this is more what I plan to do on entrepreneurity not on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but we're here, so well, here we are.
0: Uh, I I don't know. I I think that I think that there is though room still for uh, ch- some big changes in leadership. Yes, when it comes to how churches run and operate in America, for sure. Particularly, I think that as time goes on, they're becoming less and less relevant. Oh yeah. Despite them like using the word relevant every opportunity that they get. Well, what's
1: interesting? So I listened to another podcast, uh, and what's I, I didn't listen to the episode where they interviewed the uh, the host and producer of of this Christianity Today series docu series. Yeah. Um, but um, it, it, that this other podcast like they talk a lot about how like like um, the the church is, has to evolve. Like the Sunday sermon and gathering is dated at this point. It's not that there isn't any value for it at all, but it, it really isn't doing – it's not filling a purpose right. in any way. It's not – it the the point of, you know, the gospel, the point of the, the a higher life that you can lead, lead through what, what religion is trying to do. I'm not trying to say it in terms of a dogmatic way, but, like, the point of religion is to be a better person, to be a more enlightened person, to live outside of sort of, like, the survival, survival instincts, and natural law type of thing, right? It's to ascend to something better, right? And it's not feeding that part of anybody in in its current form. And there are better ways to do it. and And I think I think we're definitely going to see that evolution. For some people, I think we'll still, we'll still continue to see it because I think th- there is the the other thing that people. The, the truth is, I think the thing that people get out of church right now is the same thing that uh, most. Anybody gets at a at a concert, you know, you, when it, when everybody's singing the same song and feeling the same thing,
0: a little dopamine rush, right? And feeling it's cool. of community,
1: it's amazing to feel yeah. that. Like you, I, I, to be perfectly honest, to me, there is no difference from that feeling of the Holy Spirit. I know, I know, a lot. Some people will not be happy that I say this, but the same when when what what some people say is the I felt the Holy Spirit during that that worship service. To me, is the same fucking feeling. I felt when when you saw when you saw Mjolnir rise in Avengers Endgame, and everybody had that like mind blowing moment at the same time. It's just you felt unity at that moment. It wasn't right. it wasn't the, this this uh, this <laughs> it wasn't Casper the Friendly Holy Ghost. It was <laughs> it, it, it was just a moment of unity, and that's some, th- there's something beautiful about all everyone feeling the same thing at the same time. And, and I I mean. But to be fair, like I'm sure there were people at a Limp Bizkit concert who felt the same thing.
0: And how could you not? <laughs> how could you not with Limp Bizkit? <laughs> I love me some Limp Bizkit. I've had some transden- transcendental moments <laughs> screaming Limp Bizkit in my car, driving up 29. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I-, I think that, um, and I have no idea where this is going to go. Right, we're... we're- I'm not- we're we we're, we're just going out into the void right now. Here it is. Here it comes. <laughs> it's funny because I I went back and I watched Everything Is Spiritual by Rob Bell, mm-hmm. and the 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 synopsis of the of of his entire talk is everything that we are becomes something gr- like you know you get down from from like atoms and mole atoms become molecules and molecules become particles and particles become. You know, organisms and organisms become people, right? And people become what? Like that's sort of the, that's the next step in our evolution, right? Because everything up until this point has built upon itself to create something new, yeah. And I think we're at that point where um, we need to make something new, yeah, in order to make religion work for us again as as a people yeah and i think that yeah i think you're right i don't think that you know the sunday service is the answer anymore i don't think that you know having a big building and and having you know the best worship band in town <laughs> right is the answer to that anymore yeah. you know um i think maybe a big building because i think there is a communal aspect to whatever it is that we're doing yeah um, I, I see it as actually it.
1: going smaller with it,
0: going back to home churches.
1: Yeah, yeah, small groups, uh, like just people connecting with each other more authentically.
0: Yeah, as, as, I, as I would appreciate that.
1: Yeah. Now I think it's very easy to get lost in that too, because then you might also gravitate to just like this tribalistic thing. So I think there, the the hope is that there's a way to have the intimacy of those that that. The, the, the small group the, the that that home church communication and, and connection that sort of community the f- just families together not necessarily reading the Bible but just doing something together being family of, of some sort whether it's found family or biological family or both but I think the idea is to to connect in a real way and to to hold each other up and support each other, but then also to like connect in a bigger way as well. I I don't know what I have no idea what that looks like, but I think at the end of uh, eventually it'll be like whatever whatever that fourth dimension is in Interstellar probably. <laughs> <laughs> it'll eventually get there. Eventually, that's
0: what we're going to get to, and I'm wondering like if that's what the aliens. Yeah, like all the new aliens. They're just and all us later on, or or it's it's something to do. You no, know, and actually, I did think about this. So, like, he talks about how, you know, from from the Big Bang, there were particles. Like three minutes into the universe, there were particles started to form, and they have these, um, types of, uh, what do you call it? Like things that make them unique, right? But when you, you combine them together, it creates something that those properties didn't have previously. There's something new that is created. That it, and there's a big word for it, and I don't know remember the big word for it. Yeah. But if, if we're part of that next thing that the universe is trying to make forward... I'm wondering if like we're starting to see like rips in space time and stuff like that of whatever the next thing is that we're supposed to bond with. And that's what we're interpreting as aliens or phenomena or, or, or things like that.
1: Yeah. I, that, I think that's very possible, but I also think our grappling with identity is also part of that too. Yeah. Um, I think I it's funny because identity politics is one of those buzzwords today that
0: Everybody s- hates.
1: Well, people either hate or love. Right. And I, I I feel both because as I kinda look at like sort of the repetition of history, it's like this isn't a new thing. I think I think we keep on trying to fool ourselves into believing this, this process of growth is a new thing, but it's just it's just another way of of understanding ourselves and and there's parts of it that need to be embraced, and there's parts of it that needs to be pushed aside. But uh, it, it's I, I think at the end of the day, it's it's about listening, as opposed to just ta- talking over everything. You know, I think we don't do enough listening to other people. Uh, the there there yeah uh, it uh, I I don't remember. Wh- where it was specifically in Star Wars, but the one of the lines that resonates with me more than it ever has before is, um, "War represents a failure, or, or conflict represents a failure to listen." Mm. You know, and then that's true of every single conflict, every down to like on an interpersonal level and on on a tribal level as well.
0: That's bullshit. I have <laughs> okay. I have. <laughs> That's utter bullshit, <laughs> I have kids. I listen to what they say, yeah, there needs to be some conflict, <laughs> yeah, but they're not listening. they listen, they hear,
1: yeah, yeah, but they choose not to listen,
0: well, that's true too, yeah, that's true too, so maybe it's a failure to listen on their part, and yeah. not mine, yeah, okay, there you that go. makes sense, yeah, all right i'll never I'll, I, I take back the shenanigans. <laughs> play on sir yeah
1: no, that's all i got
0: well i think that's all we both got i think we talked the the, the- The tires off of this car yeah uh and so we're gonna wrap it up how do you have anything to uh pimp this week
1: yeah uh so right now uh entrepreneurding is sort of in still in a like an infant stage right now there's still no podcast yet because i gotta i I, I gotta get back into writing and i haven't really done that since college (laughs) uh and really i actually haven't done it since high school because i didn't really do a whole lot of writing i did more copying and pasting in college um I, uh, the last time I, I I really like was regularly writing was, was high school like uh, like stuff that was was original thoughts as opposed to regurgitating <laughs> shit uh, so so that's why it's it's still taking some time because like I, I I'm I'm not trying to put out bullshit with with entrepreneuring uh, even though I, th- I I sometimes call my own thoughts bullshit uh, which I will call my thoughts bullshit plenty of times on that podcast uh, but uh, I I'm what I'm really looking forward to. With, as far as – uh, let me set the vision for uh, entrepreneur right okay, now. Okay.
0: All right. <laughs> set the table for us. Yeah. So,
1: so my
0: thing what is – What am I wearing?
1: I, I, you're right. <laughs> I, I, think, I think the thing is I what I care about right now is following sort of my passion to do what I want to do, but to do it in a way where I can also make money and live. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know? oh, you On wanted, a very practical you level. You want it
0: both ways.
1: Yeah, I know. Who – like you it's crazy. Bastard. I know it's crazy to believe that, but I, I think there's a mistake in believing that everybody needs to be an entrepreneur. You know, oh, not,
0: definitely yeah, not.
1: Not everybody does, and I'm not. I, I'm not trying to be that. Like, oh, you have to, or you have to have five jobs to to survive in society. You know, I I, I want you know what whether you're just like you, if you feel like you want to control your own destiny to some extent, if you want to. Create your own path. If you feel like you've got some idea... That drives you, that you want to share with others. That's what this is about, and helping others with that. I'm I'm really looking forward to not just having sort of like thoughts and interviews in this podcast, but also getting actual resources and guides that I'll be putting up. I've got a, a branding guide that that I'm developing that I'll be that'll be putting there, so you can help make your like as you launch your business or refocus your business. You can understand your mission and your story and craft a compelling story for your brand and how as well. And and there'll be other resources that'll be part of entrepreneuring and other products that'll also help you. So all of that is gonna be at that website. So I'd really encourage you to uh, if, if that's something that resonates with you in any way, go to entrepreneuring.com and just subscribe to the email list for now. Like uh, and, and as I get some content going, you'll be sure to get it that way. So uh, that that's 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 what I got today. Awesome.
0: Perfect. Let's wrap it up. I love you, buddy. I love you too, man. Oh, we are batty. We are one.